Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall, and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you would be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it. Make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. If you're watching us on YouTube, by all means, smash that smash like button. Let's try to get it up to like 555. Five, three fives today. Five, five, five. Let's try to get the likes up to 555. That's a step down from what we, we our goal was last time, though. I don't want to start blasting through numbers, man. I, I've got my, I'm on a steady pace. I was like 535 last week. I just want 555, three fives. I'm not asking for too much. I think that's good. 690. You have your numbers. Okay, well, you, let's try to no, reach the Larson six, number. 666. Okay, well, that's a little grim. <laughs> Anyways, it's supposed to be a news brief, but holy crap, it was a loaded, a loaded. <clears throat> a lot was going on. It was a loaded pro wrestling weekend. I was hoping to get this up, get ready for this sooner, Howard. I didn't get any chance to watch TakeOver until this morning. So No, that was fun watching the rest of TakeOver with you. I was happy to do that. I was happy to watch that a second time. It was a killer show. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out some patrons really quick. We've got a bunch mm. of bonus stuff mm-hmm. on the Patreon. Uh, and you also get a shout out at $1. At $5, you get uh, all the bonus stuff. Also, YouTube channel members get all that stuff as well. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Joseph Bradham, Paolo Balon, Sarah Jones, Chris DeZuba, Andrew Bates, Calvin Liggins, and John Smith. Thank you. Thank you so thank much you, for your you, support. You, we do you. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, patrons also get to see the bonus news brief and mailbag uh, live on Correct. Mondays now. It's sort of a new thing we're doing. We're going to make some announcements about the Patreon coming up very yeah, soon. Yeah, throughout the month, we're going to make some changes to things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, more news to come. Sort of fitting in like the new way of we're doing things. More news briefs. Yeah, and so and of course there is the friend of club initiative. That and there's uh, the initiative the friend of club that encompasses yeah. everything. It's all inclusive. Exactly. Uh. So yeah, let's just hop right into this. All man. right. Oh, by the way, I don't know. So we don't really have this in the notes, but uh, Pro Wrestling Eve had their Wrestle Queendom. Oh yeah. Three this weekend, and the Medusa Complex 
Won the tag team titles. I was going to wear my Medusa complex. They have a new shirt. shirt. Millie McKenzie tweeted about their new shirt. It looks great. Ooh, it's really cool. Maybe I'll have to get that one. I've got the mod, so I want to shout this out real quick. This is the exclusive Friendo Club mod shirt. Is there an, a large line around somewhere? Maybe. Yeah, I got one for you. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we sent these. This is exclusive. We made these just enough for our the the, the awesome, the best. fantastic mods. We got the best mods. In the Friendo Club community. Nobody's got mods as good as we got mods. That's true. We have the best. And they've been getting their packages. There's like, I think of like five more left that I've sent out. I think four of them are Discord mods, which again, you know, bottom of the rung, last to get their packages. Uh, <laughs> no, it just happened that way. Uh, so, but they will definitely get theirs because yes. we're very appreciative of our very, mods. Very, very appreciative. Uh, so let's dive into this. Where's the news brief notes? Those are the wrong Same news place they're notes. always at. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, we got to talk about this, huh? Okay, so yeah, Tessa Tessa Blanchard had quite the uh, pro wrestling weekend, didn't it was she? Quite an up and down weekend for <laughs> oh, Tessa Blanchard man. on the the eve of what you know we were certain was going to be her uh, crowning achievement, the yeah. highlight of her career. Wow! Um, the Twitter storm erupted um, following a tweet by her part saying, "Quote: Hey, women, try supporting one another. Cool things happen." Yeah, but uh, uh, NWA Women's Champion Allison K yeah. had something to say about that because then she started a uh, a firestorm of Twitter activity amongst the women's wrestling community. She said, in response to Tessa's tweet about supporting other uh, one another, she said, "Remember." When you spat in a black woman's face and called her the N-word in Japan, was that you supporting women? The audacity of this tweet. And then. Wow. Uh, yeah. So then it just came in woman after woman after woman. Uh, uh, Chelsea Green, you've consistently put down, bullied, and belittled countless female coworkers, including me. Is that support? Do you have Isla Dons? Isla Dawn. As someone who experienced your bullying firsthand, received regular verbal abuse, was spat on, had rumors about, spread about me, dealt with multiple attempts by you to blacklist me from other companies plus more, I just pray you now follow your own advice. Uh, Priscilla Kelly, remember publicly putting me down on Twitter last year for something that didn't involve you whatsoever, then continuing to drag my name to other people for it? Pepperidge Farmer members, you should probably delete this tweet. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that was Chelsea's, uh, Sienna's. Uh, Sienna goes on. So apparently this stems from an incident in Japan with La Rosa Negra, I think. Um, and, uh, and she had basically, we can sort of gather, and she's confirmed this that after the incident, she was afraid of being blackballed if other people talked about it. And so she asked these other wrestlers not to mention anything. And that's something that Allison Cahir points out in a series of tweets subsequent mm -hmm. to that was that she said, I didn't say anything because the person who this pertains to asked me not to. She gave me the green light today. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, that left a lot of people. And apparently, according to Fightful. Even Impact. Uh, didn't know whether... Uh, they were going to actually pull the trigger on this uh, uh, title win for yeah. her. Um, uh, apparently, according to them, their sources, according to Fightful sources, uh, as late as Saturday night, Tessa was unsure as to how this was going to go down on Sunday. And then Sunday, I think Fightful reported as well, that they, had, they apparently had conversations with her regarding mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. 
uh, and how things would play out Sunday night at Hard to Kill. Yeah. Um, as you can tell from the thumbnail, apparently they went with the original plan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and had her win the title from Sammy Callahan. There was at least one promotion. I think they're heavy metal pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, issued a statement saying that uh, they have taken Tessa off their show two weeks from now, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and offered up refunds. Um, so, Oops. but yeah, Impact decided to continue with that. Uh, that's the decision they've made. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just say this real quick and I won't, I won't go into detail, but I, I am a nobody. I am not an insider. I have no inside people. Even I had heard stuff about her and I'm a nobody. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been talk of, of attitude issues mm-hmm, yeah. with Tessa for a while. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, this is, it's going to be, like I said, interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I don't know, man. You, the bottom line is you, you can't be shitty to people and expect them not to blow back on you at some point these days. So uh, maybe there's a lesson to be learned there. Who knows? Who knows if she will? Who knows if she won't? Well, I think the lesson is you got to be just, just be cool. Yeah. Be cool to people. Yeah. There's a lot of people have a hard time doing that, man. A lot of people have a hard time doing that. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on from that. Yes. Uh, so on Friday's new, no Saturday's news brief. Yes. We shot it Friday, went up Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Marty scroll and his, uh, fat, fat deal that I've been offered from ring of honor. It's even fatter than we thought it was. It was though. Yeah. That's from PW insider quote. Marty scroll has signed a new deal with ring of honor. Uh, PWI has conferred with multiple sources. The two sides have been working out a deal for some time after Squirrel's last deal expired at the end of October. Sorry, November. Can't read. Uh, PW Insider has not confirmed the length of the deal, although Ring of Honor has been locking, in, locking talents to multi-year deals of late, so it makes sense. New deal is at least a two-year deal. They continue. This is the huge part. PW Insider can confirm, however, that as of this weekend, Squirrel is taking on lead booking duties for the company. Uh, Hunter Delirious Johnston remains with the company in a creative capacity and will be working with Squirrel. But we are told that moving forward, Skrull will have the lead position for creative with Johnson Johnston, sorry, working in conjunction with him. In a uh, subsequent update, uh, PW Insider added, quote, Ring of Honor just held a meeting with the locker room in Concord, uh, North Carolina, to announce that Marty Skrull is now the lead booker of the company, uh, which PW Insider broke this afternoon, so yesterday afternoon. However, uh, Wrestling Observer, apparently on radio, said that Skrull won't be the head booker. That'll still be delirious, but I guess... If Dave Meltzer's be believed, um, well, also so there's that. There's also pro wrestling sheet. Ryan yes. Satin said that uh, Johnston is going to be there to execute Skrull's creative ideas. Gotcha. So there is going to be some sort of collaborative yeah. fashion, some sort of collaborative relationship yeah. between the two. Be it Skrull says this and Johnston does this. Or it's collaborative, or Johnson says this and Skrull helps him. I don't know. I wonder if the situation since Delirious has been doing it forever. That the same, that, yeah. And then, you know, they, they have that pipeline, creative pipeline in place that if they have Marty come in, it's like Marty's like, all right, can we try doing this? Johnston can know how to make that happen within the framework of that, how That's Ring what of it would Honor seem works. to be, yeah. And I, I would assume, given the nature of this contract, is specifically meant to give Marty everything he, he would ever dream for. I would imagine it's a situation where if Marty says it, Johnston would probably need to be like, okay, All right, Marty. <laughs> let's figure out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, You'd Marty. hope it'd be like, wow, what a great idea. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, yeah, like Delirious is now Kendall Roy. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, because my sure. dad loves me. Yeah, 
Because my dad told me so. <laughs> because Marty told me so. Because Marty told me so. But uh, there's gonna be a lot of succession in jokes coming your way. Yeah. Um, then uh, Wrestling Observer also added that Marty's contract will apparently allow him to work with NWA, uh, New Japan, PWG, and that Skrull is hoping to forge a working relationship between Ring of Honor and All Elite Wrestling. This is a huge get because he's super close, obviously, with the Elite guys. So that's a distinct possibility. This does all the world of good. This for literally is a deal that gives Marty potentially everything he wants. Yeah, gives him. I didn't even know this was available. Like I didn't even know this. Uh, this was a deal that even could happen. I mean, it's all just con- like language contract or contract language, you know. Yeah, but giving him the book—that's crazy. I think Kevin Nash <laughs> got the book. <laughs> Everybody um, had the book at WWE. Yeah, I know. So uh, he gets like a, a huge deal, mm-hmm. like WWE main roster money yeah. to work forty dates. 40 days. If, if uh, the previous PW Insider uh, uh, report is be believed, uh, he can basically work everywhere, anywhere except for WWE, it seems like. Yeah. And probably Impact. I don't think Ring of Honor and Impact get along. Um, and he's like the perfect conduit mm-hmm. for Ring of Honor to try to reestablish some sort of relationship with uh, the elite guys. With, with multiple companies, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, AEW for sure. Again, and this is a point, you know, it's it's – what would that sort of thing do for all elite beyond hey if you get if you get Marty Scurll on your TV show that's a pretty cool thing mm-hmm. and then hey in return you got to kick some of your talent over back to Ring of Honor totally totally so we'll see if that happens um any of course you know obviously Marty has always talked about wanting to move, uh, to do some new Japan stuff this is huge for the NWA mm-hmm. because they had an invasion angle go down at their uh at their was it a taping was it a TV taping or an actual yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it an actual show or TV taping? It was TV taping. I don't know. I don't keep up. Uh, but uh, Aldis showed up, and uh, what's the name of his new faction? Simply Strictly Business. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did Steiner a, show up with him? It's a, no, I did not see Steiner there. Oh, okay. No. But uh, Wild Cards didn't, I assume? Uh, Wild Cards and Camille. Oh, yeah. cool. That's cool. So their whole, cool. their whole faction without Steiner. Um, so that's huge. And NWA on their Twitter, they've been all about this. Yeah. You know, of course they're going to be. Yeah. So that that's really great for them. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of people who are signing new deals. Maybe. Brian Cage. The Swolverine. The Swolverine. Former Impact Champion, of course. Yes. Uh, maybe, uh, sorry, first from SoCal Uncensored. Yes. The website. Not, not the tag team. This is not a report from Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, or Scorpio Scott. Correct. Brian, this is SoCal. I've been, dude. They've been around forever. Forever. 20 years ago. I remember being in LA looking at their site. It was great. Brian Cage has signed a multi-year deal with All Elite Wrestling. SoCalOncensored.com has confirmed with multiple sources. No start date was given, but we were advised soon. The former Impact World Champion and Lucha Underground Gift of the Gods Champion went to a no contest with Rob Van Dam earlier in the night at Impact's Hard to Kill pay-per-view. That led to a second match RVD had with the Daga. But Brian Cage's wife, Melissa Santos, Mm -hmm. tweeted out, quote, in response to this report, ah. really? Ooh. How can you confirm something that isn't true? Uh, I'm his wife, and I can confirm he hasn't signed on any dotted line. Yeah. And then it was, oh, I think it was PW Decider. I want to get my source right. I'll check in a second. That said, the reason that his match got weird with RVD is because Brian Cage is a torp bicep. Oh, wow. Okay. Nothing to do with any sort of contractual status. Oh, that's interesting. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Um, Here, I'll check the source. I wonder if there, if AEW, if Mrs. Santos is talking about that because he has to pass a physical or something. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, hopefully, maybe she's, you know, that's, that's everything. Maybe they're just taking a cue from the WWE, you know, can deny, deny, deny until Could it be. happens. Then you can confirm it. Could be. So, yeah, it was PW Insider that said that he had a torn okay. bicep. All right. So, that, are you excited to see Brian Cage here in AEW? Yeah, Mix man. it up a little bit? Yeah. He's a stud, man. Yeah, man. That's a jack dude. I remember we got, we sort of ran into him a little bit at a, well, I stayed out of his path. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. I didn't run into him. Uh, backstage of the Virgil Flynn yeah, show. He seemed, he seemed like a very pleasant dude. Super nice guy, yeah, seemingly, and uh, big Jack dude. Yeah, he's yeah, he's huge. Yeah, it's like crazy to see that in person. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Uh, yeah, and then of course over the weekend, uh, takeover Blackpool two two. Yes, we sat here uh, just a matter of two hours ago. Yeah, well, three hours ago, I fired it up mm-hmm. and watched it. I had mm-hmm. time yesterday, unfortunately, I had to watch it today. It's a really fun show. Terrific show. Like, there wasn't a bad match on the card. No, there wasn't. I feel like finally we saw Walter unleashed. Oh, yeah. The way he was chopping Joe Coffee. Oh, my God. Like, I kind of felt like they've been kind of saying, you're wrestling some smaller dudes. Yeah. I know Pete Dunn's not exactly small, but Tyler Bates, you know, in comparison to Walter especially, he's smaller. Joe Coffee has, like, massive pectorals. Yeah, Joe is, is, he's not tall, but he's thick. Thick. Really thick. Yeah. And so I felt like uh, for the first time, maybe in NXT UK, uh, Walter was really uh, allowed or felt comfortable to unleash chops of the magnitude that we've grown accustomed to with Walter on the independent scene. And uh, it was spectacular. Mm -hmm. I felt really bad for Joe Coffey because much like Tyler Bate, he looked like he legitimately got the heck kicked out of him at the end of this match. When you go through a Walter match, Walter always looks great in the end. And you look like you were destroyed just 
utterly destroyed. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Uh, we can just talk about this match by match. We're not going to get into moves or anything, but we're going to make this quick because it's a news brief. Brief. Trent Seven versus the Dragon fun match, of man. Wales, I, Eddie Dennis. I like that Trent started off fast, um, trying to get the, the early advantage. Uh, uh, it was just uh, Eddie's razor's edge was too powerful. <laughs> Dude, because he chucked him over the, well, even that over was, the, over the, the top. The first time he did it. It was so he can get the advantage of the match, and that's when kind of later on he took the turnbuckle cover off. I appreciate Eddie Dennis's razor's edge as he just puts him up, and then he like throws him up and runs away from it. Yeah. As opposed to like Scott Hall used to like throw them like and Sheamus like yeah. throws them. Yeah. He just sort of dumps them. Yeah. And it's great. It is great. And then he dumped him over the top rope. Yeah. So he's he the the turnbuckle is exposed, and Eddie wants to to hit the 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 razor's edge buckle bomb on that. The ref's like, no, you can't do it. Don't do it. And he just goes. Oh, okay. You yeah. can hear him oddly say, oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> and he just tosses him into a dude ringside. <laughs> oh, God. That was pretty great. That was, man, that was something else. Uh, and then that, he brings him back in. Tries to pin him. Trent kicks out. Mm -hmm. Eddie hits his finish. Yeah. That gets him the win. Good for Eddie Dennis. I'm yeah, a big Eddie Dennis fan. He's so, because he's so goofy. He is really goofy. Like, dude, he had literal dragon scales on his ring. I was literally just telling. I don't mean to use the word literally too much. I was just telling you how goofy Steamboat's Dragon attire was. He must have heard that and was like, oh, you think that's goofy? You think that's goofy? I'll bring it back. Eddie it's Dennis like all, going all, in raw. All Mark confirmed. Absolutely. Uh, after that, we had uh, this fantastic triple threat women's oh, match. Tony Storm, Piper so Niven, Kaylee Ray. I thought everybody looked great yeah. here. There yeah. was a lot of great storytelling, including chairs. Um, that was really fantastic. Uh, Kaylee Ray ended up getting the win after Tony Storm uh, hit a frog splash hit a on frog uh, splash. Piper Niven. Yeah, yeah, and then Kaylee Ray threw Tony Storm out of the ring and pinned Piper. There was a great bit. Well, the story going—they had a really good video package to highlight this. Is like the the story is they the three of them were all friends. Mm -hmm. Of course, Kaylee, uh, she's the heel. Yeah, so she's kind of turned her back on her friends. Yeah, whereas Tony Storm, she wants her title back. Uh, even though she's friends with Piper, she sees Piper in her way. She asked she asked her to step aside. Yeah. Piper's like, no. Things got a little heated. Piper headbutted Tony. Um, so it was competitive throughout. There's a moment where uh, Kaylee Ray brings a chair in the ring. And at one point, uh, uh, she wraps it around Tony Storm's head. Mm -hmm. uh, Piper um, fends Kaylee Ray off. So Tony gets up to hold the chair. And they have a stare down. And Piper's like, all right, come on. Yeah. Give it to me. She's like, just do it. Just hit me with the chair. Get over yeah. with and Tony drops the chair, and then seemingly without any sort of communication, they both turn their attention to Kaylee Ray and yeah. lay her out yeah. for a stretch. However, Kaylee uh, uh, strategically had the upper hand, mm -hmm. took advantage of things, and won. Yep. From a storytelling perspective, I thought that was awesome. It was great. It was really good. Yeah, it was fantastic. And it was like performances were off the charts. Everything across the board was great. Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin. Oh, man. I was looking forward to uh, this match most. And it delivered ninety nine percent of it. I it was the best match of the night. I wasn't happy with the finish. Yeah, Jordan Devlin should have won. I I'm, you were both big. Jordan Devlin's like the Adam Cole of UK for us. Yeah, pretty much. He's like our dude. He is and, our dude. And I'm a huge Tyler Bate fan. Massive. Yeah. He's a he's a massive star. He's Jordan a big Devlin. Star. Here's the thing. Like I don't feel like Tyler Bates can be. St I, I could be wrong. Tyler, I don't feel like Tyler Bates will be sticking around NXT I UK. I have no for, idea for very I don't long. Know. But then we were talking about watching the match because we assume. In my mind, there's three people they, they could build up to potentially take that belt off Walter down the line. Yeah. One should be Jordan Devlin. 
Yeah. The other one's probably Ilya. Yeah. Correct. And maybe based on this win, they might go back around to Tyler Bate. Yeah, I was thinking that. Because Tyler Bate thus far has really given Walter the best fight. He has for sure. And I think, and this is not, I don't really like comparing things too much, but uh, Cardiff to me was, I don't know if we ever really got into it, like what our favorite show of the year was. Mm. Cardiff might have been my favorite show. show. Of last year, because those mad like Tyler Bate Walter was oh the tag match was killer, um, and so yeah it wouldn't surprise me if they're just if they're just holding on to Tyler Bate they're going to give him some high profile feuds mm-hmm. that are away from the title and then maybe maybe keep him as an option yeah. to circle back around to him he seems like a very Shawn Michaels guy and as we can tell it, one interesting the interesting thing about Blackpool is that seemingly Triple H was up in the balcony. Watching it with Regal and Johnny Saint, yeah. I mean, at the very least when the camera was on him, but I'd like to think that he was up there most well, of the time. Well, he tweeted that for the bait Devlin match. He said, I, I got to watch this from the, oh, the crowd. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So, I wonder if that was the... Maybe maybe he's sitting at Gorilla, and then for that match, he let HBK just do it be. all himself. Could be. Because there's a, there's a relationship I could see there. It. And, I could see this one maybe being... Cause I think uh, Michael's the huge Devlin guy. Oh, this felt like a HBK thing. It totally yeah. did. The the bit I loved the most out of this match, though, was simply when they started punching that each other great. in the face. That was great. It was just, it was like legit punches it was to great. the face. It was so good. Oh, God. It was so Everything good. Everything about this match was great. And then Devlin, uh, Devlin, uh, what is it? The There was the, 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 the switch at the top with the Spanish fly. Yeah. Uh, and then Devlin hit uh, Devlin's side. Was that, was that, was that the sequence? He hits the, the Spanish fly from the top. Yeah. And then hits Devil inside, and uh, Tyler Bate kicked out. Yeah. And then uh, Tyler Bate ends up hitting uh, Tyler, Tyler, dr- Tyler, Tyler Driver. Driver. Yeah, and Devlin kicks out. He kicks out of that, but then Tyler goes up, and he does the, the, the corkscrew. corkscrew thing, yeah. And, uh, and he got the win there. But just, man, awesome. Awesome great match. match. Physical. It was great. Uh, uh, tag match, fatal four-way ladder match. Gallus versus South Wales subculture. Grizzled young veterans. Imperium. Uh, kind of thought Imperium was gonna take this. Yeah, I kind of thought that way too. Given they got Worlds Collide coming up against the Undisputed Era, um, I like Gallus a lot, mm-hmm. and so I was not disappointed to see that. I would have been happy with any of these teams. I love them all. I think they're great. Yeah. Um, and this was just there is so many ladders. It was like Shawn yeah. Michaels wanted to play 2K20 with it. Yeah. But unlike 2K20, you can have more than two ladders in the ring at one time. Right. They don't fade away into no. the nether world. No. Uh, a lot of great stuff going on in here. Uh, particularly uh, entertaining was Zach Gibson constantly telling James Drake to do all the work. <laughs> James Drake would get annihilated doing something crazy, and then Gibson immediately would start telling him to climb a ladder. Climb the ladder. Here, yeah. you do this. You did a 450 off a ladder onto somebody. All right, now climb up. I'll hold the ladder for you. <laughs> yeah. Or later on, he was like, hey, climb the ladder. And, and Mark Andrews was trying to get back in the ring. And rather than like actually do a move or send him out of the <laughs> ring, he would just push him. <laughs> He'd like pie yeah. face him and push him. Yeah. And that was it. Oh, man. So that gives another terribly effective partner in this type of belt. Not really. And at one point, uh, he's telling, I think it was after the pie face, and he's like telling, hey, James Drake, get the ladder. And he puts James Drake on his shoulders, and, yeah. and, and Nigel is saying, oh, like uh, Zach Gibson, he's not tall enough to, to get up there and get the belts himself. So he's putting James Drake on his shoulders. And Tom Phillips says, are you, are you sure that Zach Gibson's not afraid of heights? <laughs> Tom Phillips seems like he's having a good time in the UK. Yeah, but just you know, all sorts of really good creative spots. Mm -hmm. Um, We see a lot of snapped in half. uh, There is the bit with uh, so uh, so the the South Wales guys 
were going to do, they had a ladder set up on the outside and mm. then tables set up from the apron to the barricade on either side. There was two tables yeah, yeah, yeah. for each member of Gallus. The other guy, Imperium and, uh, and uh, Gibson Drake, they were laid out. And so they put Mark Coffey, I'm sorry, yeah, Mark Coffey on one, they put Wolfgang on the other. Well, these tables apparently were so gimmicked that uh, Mark Coffey just basically got on the table and it collapsed. Mm-hmm. And so they were supposed to each climb up the ladder and then do the the uh, the moonsault or whatever. Yep. Uh, on each guy. Well, Mark decides. Okay, how about this? Instead of me going up on this side and landing on you know a guy who's already busted through a table, yeah. I'll just go up on the same side that uh, Webster's going up, and we'll just do it together side by side. And it was one of the most brilliant crazy. bits of improv. And most effective visuals. It was great because Webster was going up, and at one point, Mark Andrews like grabs him by the foot. It's like, yeah. hold on. Yeah. He follows him up, grabs him by the foot again to tell him to stop climbing. Yeah. And like they just said, yeah. all right, let's do this. And just it was done. in the moment, just, just like good. that. It was great. Oh God, it was so good. Gallus ended up picking up the win there. No titles changed hands. Nope. Uh, includes the main event, and it was just like you said. It was a fight. We got to see Walter. Not maybe at 100% shop, but like at least 50% shop, which is... Man, I know that one in the back right before the finish. (laughs) Yeah, that finish was great because it was just... Coffee was done. He was done, and Walter had just that much more in the tank. Powerbomb, chopped to the back, another powerbomb into like like a side sleeper Yeah, was the finish. But then we saw some interference. Uh, Walter accidentally drop-kicked the ref. (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, Alexander Wolf comes down. Um, Ilya Dragunov comes down. Uh, Dragonoff sends Wolf into Joe Coffey's leg. Yeah. He starts selling his knee afterwards. So Walter's like, oh, I see that. I'll yeah. target that to help me win. But really, the vast majority of this match, it was Walter beating the hell out of Joe Coffey. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Coffey got his spots where he was able to power Walter up. Like, a few he, times, he, yeah. He got like a brain buster or a suplex He's or something. Suplex, he suplexed. He powerbombed him once, too. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty impressive He powered him when the ref was out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there, this is one of those matches where like the outcome was not in doubt. No. No. Once Joe Coffey decided to chop Walter, and Walters got upset about it, yeah, he knew the match was over. It was pretty much over. But, but a uh, really fun show. Every match was was a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, good idea to do so. Yeah, I'm gonna. I gotta start checking out UK. It's gonna. I, th- I feel UK is gonna be like the show that I don't have to worry about. Like, well, I don't take notes anyways. But I don't really have to worry about like covering or anything. I just want to enjoy it. Yeah, you know? I just want to be the thing that I can zone out on the weekend and enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, breaking news via Cody Miles here in our Patreon chat. Uh, Jay White is going to be at Supercard of Honor. Interesting. So immediately, the Marty Skrull deal is paying dividends. Paying huge dividends. Yeah, it is. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, Larson. One last bit of very, very, very sad news. Uh, La Parca 
triple a star and the guy who took the 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 costume and name from the guy who was in wcw who's currently known as la park la park uh this little parka had been around since uh 2003 i believe uh his real name was jesus alfonso huerta escoboza uh died from injuries if you guys remember back in november he took a nasty spill on a suicide dive uh i'm looking at this on cnn uh, uh let's see here triple a had a statement on twitter we were very sad to report that our friend and idol of mexican wrestling jesus alfonso escoboza huerta la parca has passed away we extend our support and condolences to his whole family and raise our prayers so that they may soon heal from this uh so he had that fall uh the, the suicide dive uh this past friday he showed signs of kidney failure and was put on assisted breathing the next day, his lungs and kidneys uh, failed. Uh, so that's like just super sad. He began wrestling in 1987. Again, this is according to CNN. Uh, and yeah, uh, he won the Triple Mania Cup, the Antonio Pena Cup. Uh, he won King of Kings. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's sad. that's really, really sad. sad. That's really sad. I thought I'd read somewhere on Twitter a while ago that I thought that he was he was getting surgery and. And some people are actually expecting a recovery of some sort, like a wrestling recovery. Like he was going to come back, a comeback. Uh, but evidently went the other way. Mm. So that's incredibly sad. Yeah. All right, man, what do you say? Let's answer some questions. Yeah, let's do that. Juan Guerrero Jr., Mr. Triple Mania. Mr. Triple Mania. Now that Marty Skrull has booking power in Ring of Honor, do you think he'll face some backlash if he becomes Ring of Honor world champion? Uh, I know people thought he should have been champion long ago, but now people might criticize and think, oh, well, he booked himself to be champion. Um, well, I guess if, if, if the, the booking situation is true, that is Marty and Delirious, um, and if the story makes sense, and if it's for the benefit of the company, yeah. then he should to- they should totally do that. Yeah. If he's, if he's the guy that they think can uh, lead the company out of the doldrums it's currently kind of in, um, creatively and in terms of his performances in the ring, if he's the guy that can help serve as a bridge between Ring of Honor and other companies, and he does it all wildly successful, successfully, and I think putting the belt on him will, will push that even further, mm-hmm. then you're doing the company a disservice not doing it. He, I, I agree. Here, here's the thing, man. When the, if, if, the, if the stories are good, and more importantly, if the matches are killer, it don't matter if you're the booker or not. And yep. I think that's one thing that maybe... AEW has thought about a bit too much is well yeah the optics of we all have championships or whatever might not be great nobody cares as long as the stories are good and And the matches are good if Marty books himself into a match with somebody that's who's their their champion PCO PCO okay oh man great what a great there's a built-in story there's a built-in story right there exactly and on top of that if if one of his guys from villain enterprises has the the top title I mean, yeah, there's all sorts of stories you can tell with mm-hmm. that. And Marty mm-hmm. didn't have to be a champion for ages, but mm-hmm. eventually he should be champion because mm-hmm. he's that good. He Even before he got this fat contract, we were saying he should have the Ring he of Honor should, top. He should have won that ladder match against Saban. That David. doesn't change. And Jay Lethal, he should have won that match. That doesn't change. Nope. And I think that, I mean, look, I understand that these days, everybody goes to a Ring of Honor show, I would imagine, and it's not that many these days, pretty much all those people are big enough Ring of Honor fans that they're going to know Who's booking the show? Everybody mm-hmm. knows that Bully mm-hmm. Ray has a hand in creative. Everybody knows that Delirious has been the dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't. I mean, that does. You know, that doesn't stop Bully Ray from. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's been champion, but he's always been in prominent spots. Yeah. You know, and as long as the story's good, people are gonna cheer or not based yeah, on what they exactly. see in the ring. Exactly. Uh, the four inch fox, like you said, Nash was the booker. Once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, will Tessa be punished for her mistakes in the past, or will Impact capitalize on all the publicity at the moment and push her even more, sweeping it under the carpet? I so. Brian Zane said something about this on Twitter, said something like, you know, impact looks like they're still, it'll be interesting what impact does. It was like before the title win. Uh, maybe it was afterwards. I don't know. He said something along the lines of, you know, controversy creates cash seems to be the philosophy. If they put the title on her, I don't necessarily think they went into it thinking, and I, and I don't know because I'm not there, but Don Callis and Scott Moray, they don't seem like the type who are like, oh, you're in a big shitstorm right now. Let's capitalize that on let's capitalize on that and put the title on you. It feels more like you've been humiliated. Chances are this will die down. This was the plan. Let's roll with it. That because it's it's a dangerous thing. To, like these days, it's it the philosophy of controversy creates crash. People that I mean that, that can that can make the whole company look bad. Exactly. If, if it seems, it, it, yeah, the company come off as incredibly cynical. Um, I think how I didn't watch the show, but from what I read, is the finish of the match happened, and within a minute, ninety seconds, the show was off the air. Oh wow! It wasn't a huge celebratory thing for the broadcast. I think it was uh, Kristen Ashley was uh, watching it and on, and she was live tweeting some of it, and she said she didn't notice any booze, but Tessa's entrance did seem a bit more subdued hmm. than usual. Like, oh, you know, because she's had some really great entrances yeah. where she looks like super cool, and it was a bit more subdued. Um, but I mean, look, man, it's you get for as for as as crappy as she might have been to people. This isn't an excuse or anything. And I'm, this doesn't make it right necessarily, but to get to be in the situation she was in this weekend, where the day before her, like you said, her crowning achievement, she just gets murdered by the entire industry. That's that's humiliating. That's bad. And so, you know, I, I don't feel there's any element of hey, we're gonna we're gonna put this on you as a prize, regardless. Despite all that stuff, it was this was the plan. I, you know, uh, we're not happy. We're not thrilled about any of it, but this is better than the uh, the other option, which would be just keep it on Sammy. And then this entire two year build or a year long build is just done. Yeah. It's, they just, they, this is a storm that they're going to have to weather through as a company. Yeah. And a well, part of that too is that she needs to do the right thing and, and she should. And needs to admit culpability. In this. She should. She totally should. And she, like, apparently during her promo, she kind she of said nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. We're all human. Oh yeah, but no, we're not all racist though. <laughs> it's gonna take a lot more than just saying. Some of us can stop ourselves from using racial um, slurs because uh, uh, Justin is Brooks here asks why can some fans be so unforgiving when a wrestler makes a mistake and fear and loathe in NYC responds she hasn't even apologized or <laughs> said remorseful over it. and that's the thing. If yeah, people make mistakes. Yeah, we all make mistakes. Yeah, um, and you would hope that when someone makes a mistake, they would acknowledge the mistake. Uh, uh, own up to it, mm-hmm. be uh, show genuine contrition, yeah. and learn from that. And on top of that, the, the funny thing is, if you look at the if you look at the replies for any of the tweets that have to do with Tessa, there are a lot of forgiving fans. Fans, some fans will forgive anything, anything, and yeah, many many expect 
you know, these people who are supposed to be superheroes. They're, you know, the faces are basically supposed to be like these, you know, relatable people. The people who get over the most are the ones that, oh, I relate to this person. Yes, totally. Then I find out that they're behaving like this. How am I supposed to relate to you? I know. You know? know. Um, So, yeah. I mean, I I just think that, you know, why can fans be so unforgiving? Because if somebody does this stuff and just a mountain of people come out and say, yeah, you're a piece of crap to me. It's hard. And then they don't say, you know what? I've done a lot of crap things in my past. And uh, and I and I do genuinely feel distraught about it, given that this is my reputation now. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to have to do a lot of soul searching. I haven't seen any of that, no. you know, so I get why there. I get, I get it. Yeah. And it also, if you root for somebody, uh, it's, it's either easier to root somebody when, when they, when they don't seem like they're kind of a turd. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and if she's out there bullying her peers, saying awful things, spitting at people's faces. Yeah. Like that's not the type of person you really want to root for. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. or it's hard to root for that type of person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, breakout Blake Elizondo. What are the odds Brock has an entertaining rumble with cool intentions from guys like Alistair Black, Otis, or Tyler Bate, and in general kicks ass versus him having a similar run to Roman in the rumble as he entered as champ at number one, where he's out ninety percent. Oh no, he's got to be in the whole the thing the whole time. I think I think I think it's going to be pretty entertaining if they do a thing where where he enters one. I don't know. Somehow a fight moves ringside. He's taken out, put through a table, and is out of the match for half it. That's going to be lame. That's going to be super lame. I don't think Brock would do that. I really don't. I think Brock. Here's the thing about Brock is that we've seen this with his matches. So, number one, we've heard like multiple times that Brock, you know, Marty Skrull might control the book in Ring of Honor. Brock controls the, the, the book for Brock. The Brock book. The Brock book. And that's going to include this year's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, so he'll collaborate with Vince on it. But in terms of stuff that Brock is doing, and it wouldn't surprise me if, like, I don't know, Kofi or somebody ended up eventually eliminating him. I think how forever long it's going to be in, it's going to be pretty entertaining. It's going to yeah. be everybody's got to see how they're going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Uh, Uptown Terry Funk, what news story do you see having a bigger impact in the next six months? Tessa's title victory, Brian Cage to AEW, or Marty's new Ring of Honor deal? Uh, if Ring of Honor... Uh, if they do some cool shit between now and six months from now, that's going to be the biggest story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I really like Brian Cage, but AEW is a lot more than just Brian Cage. Yes. So that's going to be whatever. And if he does have a torn bicep, he's going to be out for a while. Yeah. And then I, I think the Tessa stuff, it'll, it'll die down. Hopefully she'll issue an apology. If she doesn't, it'll still die down because that's just how things work. Uh, uh, JC Ramirez, do you think Marty not coming to AEW as the last important piece of the elite crew would be considered a failure from Cody and Tony Khan? No, 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 no he's not that much of a, of a needle mover. I think he's neat, but he's not like a must get. He's not like a kid. Kenny was a must get. They had to get Kenny. Mm-hmm. They got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jay Sean Lawrence, which match will Steve watch first? Nakamura versus Ibushi or Oscar versus Nikki Cross? Maybe I'll watch them both at the same time on, on two different TVs. There you go. Maybe I'll do that just for Jay Sean. By the way, Jay Sean, I found your chat trivia drawing. i got to send it out to you. If you can DM me your address, that'd be good. Uh, Ice Blues. If Brock Lesnar wasn't in the Royal Rumble, who would you like to see him fight? He says, personally, I'd love to see Buddy Murphy versus Brock. Uh, yeah, he'd lose the match, but it'd be epic. And it would elevate Murphy at the same time. I like that answer, but I'm going to say Walter. Yeah, Walter would be great. After watching that UK match. Hell yeah, man. I'm going to say Matt Riddle. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 
Uh, Rao, if Becky beats Oscar at the Rumble, making it one-one, how would you book the trilogy? Uh, like a submission match, or I quit. One-one. How would you book the trilogy? Well, make it, it an I quit match. It'd, it'd be I quit at Mania. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. It'd be an I quit match at Mania. It'd be interesting if they did something comparable to last year where Becky beats Asuka in their one-on-one match. Asuka puts herself in the Rumble and wins it. Oh, ooh, I like that. Now that you've said it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You need to keep those, that stuff to yourself, man. You need to write it down, a little thing, and then put it away. Put it in a, put a little piece of paper and, and hide then, it somewhere. When it happens, look at this. <laughs> I predicted this. I just wrote this yesterday, if I you say <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Stuart Lee. Wow. I love this. What wrestling phrases or vocabulary would you bring to everyday common usage? Going into business for himself is one he uses anytime he can. No selling is a solid I one. say no selling all the time. My wife and I both say, I've gotten Lacey to say no sell a lot. Um, I've started to incorporate, uh, instead of saying, oh, he's faking it. I'll say, oh, you're kayfabe in it. Oh, okay. I'll start. Yeah. I'll start using, I start using kayfabe. I'll line. say I say no selling and I say shoot like someone shoot oh shoot this. yeah I do shoot I do all, the all the time yeah I do that all the time that's a shoot name uh, Nick Kyle with King Corbin temporarily becoming the name of town in uh, Kentucky that's right no yeah longer just Corbin Kentucky. it's gonna be called King, King Corbin, Corbin Kentucky for uh, a day. what other town cities would you have to be named after a wrestler of your choosing oh man I mean, I'm thinking right now, like, you know, Booker T Drive is where I'd want to live. No, cities or towns. Cities or towns? All right, cool. I'm trying to think of some wrestlers who's Booker na- T Vale. <laughs> Booker T Vale. <laughs> yeah. How about Bookerton? Uh, Booker Town? Okay, Bookerton. so I live in Orange Vale, so it'd be Orange Cassidy Vale. There you go. Obviously. That's, that's yes. too easy. Freshly squeezed Orange Vale. Too easy. <laughs> exactly. Um, hmm. Think about that one. How about this? Instead of uh, naming a town after a wrestler, we name it after a friendo. Instead of Fair Oaks, it'd be Theros. There you go, Fair Oaks. <laughs> Fair Thabata Oaks. That's good. Uh, let's see here. A.O. Worm, do you think Baron will be the heel that MJF is? Baron doesn't no, have a doesn't tenth have, of his. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it, man. Uh, oh, wow. Go ahead. Nick. Who would win in a match and the fight after the match? Haku versus Minoru Suzuki. Both in their primes. Oof. So I'm going to take a guess at Suzuki simply because he's an, like he was actually a, a trained fighter. A trained fighter. And I think that sort of takes precedence over guy who's just super tough and can gouge out eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah, because you go back to the early USC days, you got Hoist Gracie in there. He wasn't the largest dude. His technique was better than anybody else's. Yeah. And he won. And didn't Suzuki have like shoot victories over insane opponents? Yeah, he beat Ken Shamrock. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Nick. Hey, friendos, with the Royal Rumble coming up, who is your pick to win the Women's Rumble if both Ronda and Shayna aren't involved? I'm going to go with your answer of Asuka. She yeah, puts herself in the, in the Rumble. How mm-hmm. great. Boy, that'd be great. This is a fun question. Greg Morris, if HBK is Mr. WrestleMania, who is the Mr. of the other big four, for example, he says, Kane, 17 straight rumbles. Uh, okay, so who's gone from one to last? Shawn Michaels and Ray? Those are the only two. And Benoit. Benoit. 
Austin has won three Rumbles. Oh, he'll be Mr. Royal Rumble. He's then. Mr. Rumble then. Yeah, he's Mr. Rumble. Mr. Survivor. Oh, that's Randy. I think Randy's been Soul Survivor more than anybody else. Randy's oh, okay. the most successful okay. Survivor Series. I think they mentioned that this year. And then Mr. Uh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Oh, John Cena. Why not? <laughs> he's probably won a bunch of titles. He probably has, yeah. Well, he should get that alone just for how he handled the Nexus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. I think that's it. That's it for uh, the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, if you could please leave us a rating, a review, or a comment, that goes a long way towards helping us here at Going In Raw. It'd be very much appreciated personally by us. Thanks for listening in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.